Good afternoon. My name is Anita, and you are listening to my podcast, Just Like Honey. So, get your little snacks, get get a drink maybe, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. So, welcome to part three of my little Florida series. Today we're going to be covering Wednesday, July 27th, and we're going to go ahead and start with the daily devotion that we were given the little card um yeah let's get into it so we are going to be reading in philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 and the little you know paragraph is titled christ's example of humility So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross." Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okie dokie, so let's get started on the little daily devotion. So... You know what? Last episode, I read my answers that I put that day, but I figured it would be kind of interesting to not only answer the, well, you know, insert the answers that I put that day, but also to answer today, you know, the way that I'm feeling right now. So question one, in what ways are you drawn to seek strength in the way of the world? And I put worshiping and my like human answer is working out which might be kind of weird like uh that's kind of weird Anita you find strength in the way of the world by working out that's kind of interesting but yes I do so I've said it before but I used to actually be an athlete believe it or not I used to um play soccer And I was on varsity long distance track. And that really helped with, you know, blowing off steam, of course, as an angsty teen. But now that I am out of high school and I'm going into college, sadly, um, I've been working out even more, which is kind of weird because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like people get unmotivated in terms of working out between high school and college, but I've just found not only physical strength, but also mental strength through working out. Physical strength, obviously, you're getting toned and stuff like that, but mental strength, just knowing that 
God gave me a healthy body um, to accomplish the challenges that I put my body through, I guess, when I work out. I I hope that makes sense. I hope this isn't weird. Like, I hope you don't think I'm, like, some weirdo. But, yeah, I find my strength through working out in terms of as a human. But spiritually, I find my strength through worshiping as well. And this answer is still current. I, I still stand behind that. Um, yeah, question two is... Do you admire Jesus for his strength to sacrifice himself for us? Why or why not? I put yes because he was willing to take upon God's wrath. And I mean, obviously I agree with that answer even today. I would say that that's still a current answer. Um, It's so interesting that God put Jesus on this earth to show us humility and it should it just shows just how intentional that the lord is and how he literally thinks of anything um i mean if i was god i don't i wouldn't be able to like (laughs) i wouldn't be able to like plan ahead like that i can barely plan ahead now as a human i couldn't imagine being god which is why thank jesus i'm not god but yeah i think it's it's very interesting I, I I feel like I say interesting a lot it's very hmm trying to think of another word other than interesting it's very appalling <laughs> it's very appalling that the Lord like put himself in human form and was placed on this earth and even from the beginning you know Jesus was born basically in a barn was put in a manger where animals eat out of and he is like lord of lords king of kings like he he didn't have a castle when he was on earth he was constantly serving others um he washed the feet of his disciples like if that doesn't say I'm sorry I personally, you could not pay me to touch my friend's feet. Like, that's no thanks. But Jesus did it. And he did it not because he had to, not because of anything other than the fact that he loved his disciples. He cared for his disciples. He wanted to serve his disciples. He was so selfless, so humbled. And wow, I guess now that I said that out loud about, like, not wanting to wash my friend's feet... (laughs) I think I need like a slice of humble pie if I'm being honest. Anyways, it's very noble to see what not only Jesus went through when he was on this earth, but how consistent he was with loving others. He loved the people that beat him to death. He loved the people that made him drag like a 300 pound cross to the hill where he was nailed to the cross and like bled to death like he still loved those people no matter what he loved the people that ratted him out he loved the people that denied him and it's just so humbling that that God put 
Jesus on this earth for us. And even though Jesus was royalty, he had a life that was very humbling and very non-extravagant, I guess you could say. Um, Question three says, what is one way you can count others more significant than yourself today? And I put serving one another through prayer. Um, I, I mean, I guess that that's, again, like these, these answers are very current. I mean, I did answer them like one or two weeks ago, so it kind of makes sense that they're so current. Um, but yeah, serving one another through prayer is so important. Um, and so oddly hard to remember to do, um, you know, when we pray, sometimes our prayer is kind of just about us. And prayer was, prayer is intended for not only ourselves, but also for others. We are encouraged to pray for one another. And so, um, I mean, serving one another through prayers is still like something that I can most definitely um you know, you utilize, I guess, to serve others. I I also think that just being intentional with other people. Um, I when I first got saved, I was very intentional with people. I was very like, I I don't know. I feel like I almost weirded weirded some people out because of the fact that I was always like, wow. I love you. I appreciate you. And, you know, I I was new to not only Christianity, but also, like, Texas. <laughs> so, like, the people that I was texting, they were like, uh, thanks? Like, I, I've only known you for, like, a few months now, but thanks, I guess? And honestly, looking back on it now, now that I'm, like, self-reflecting, recording this podcast, I feel like I definitely have been lagging on being intentional with people and shooting that random encouraging text to the people that I love and to the people that I care about because like those same people were there for me in my darkest times and not saying that the people that I'm need to reach out to well not need the people that I want to reach out to now that I'm recording this podcast not saying that those people are in a dark place but it's just it's you know, friendships are so beautiful. And I've learned, especially this year, that friendships with the right people are so important. And when you do find that, that friendship, that's not only two-sided, but also that's centered around God, like, that is such a beautiful, rare friendship. Unfortunately, rare. Um, friendship I don't know so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do that today the day that I am recording this podcast I'm gonna be intentional with my friends that is I'm challenging myself right now so today's sermon was about conflict which conflict gotta love conflict um Conflict is a very 
I'm trying not to use the word interesting. Conflict is a very fun thing. Fun concept, I guess. And I use fun with sarcasm because it is not fun. It is not fun when you are having to um like kind of call someone out lovingly, of course. It is not fun being the one to call someone out. It is not fun to be the one who is receiving the calling out. Um so yeah, conflict is fun. Thumbs up. Yeah, conflict. Woo! Basically, um today's sermon is going off of Judges chapter 6. So basically in this chapter, chapter 6 of Judges, um, Gideon is being oppressed. And even in his oppression, the Lord is teaching us that because the Lord is with us, we should face our conflict in the name of the Lord. Which is where conflict gets... Again, I'm trying not to use the word interesting. I really am. Conflict gets messy when we don't use conflict in the name of the Lord. Now, it is really, really easy to be self-driven in conflict. Meaning, wanting to face conflict for your own desires and your own intentions instead of wanting to face conflict for the Lord basically is what I'm trying to convey um the bottom line is that the Lord is with us no matter what um the reality is that conflict is going to come either it's going to come or it has come or it will come there there is no yeah, you're never going to face conflict in your life. You're just going to live like this perfect life, drama-free. No. No, sir. Conflict will come. The the important thing is learning how to face conflict in a mature and godlike way, which I'm not going to try to sit here and say that I haven't that I haven't messed up when trying to face conflict because I most definitely have I have most definitely missed the mark of um facing conflict in the name of the Lord and you know it's really embarrassing honestly to to have a good reason but to become you know self-absorbed almost with your reason to become selfish with why you should face conflict now we are not facing conflict for our kingdom you know our own personal kingdom we're not facing conflict so that jenny will apologize we're facing conflict so that jenny can you know we can help point jenny in the right direction conflict is not supposed to be you know hold my hoops um I'm gonna tie my shoes really quick before I punch you in the face like that that's not how we are called to face conflict we are called to face conflict with love uh, we are called to face conflict 
in the name of the Lord, which I cannot stress enough. And the reason why I'm stressing it enough is because I have faced conflict, like I said, so many times and was not doing it for the right reasons. I was doing it for my kingdom instead of for God's kingdom. And only the Lord can help you know not only when to engage in conflict, but also how to engage in conflict. It is vital that you engage conflict with love because it's so easy to engage conflict in anger and your own selfish desires. Um, So yeah, it's very important to pray and ask the Lord for help in engaging in conflict. So how can you do that? Well, one, you can pray. Of course, always pray about it. Pray about, you know, your heart. Is this person sinning against you or against someone? Is it that or is it they just made you mad and you're in a bad mood? Like, which one is it? Basically, asking the Lord to give you discernment and to show you why you're upset and whether or not your heart posture is in the right place. Number two, talk it over with someone that you trust. Now, I would refrain from going to your bestie about this because if you go to your bestie, it can easily turn into gossiping. Now, if you have a mentor or a youth pastor or just someone that's older than you, more wise. Having that um, type of influence when you are wanting to engage in conflict is going to be very, very, very important and very vital because you want to make sure that you are getting godly advice instead of your bestie trying to hype you up almost. Um, Or, you know, your best friend's always going to take your side. They're going to want to support you in what you want to do. And so, you know, unless you have a really, 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 really unbiased best friend, I would say just go to someone that's older, a mentor, a pastor. I feel like you're going to get the most unbiased, um, neutral, godly advice rather than from your best friend. And number three is to pray one more time um, to make sure that not only did the advice that you got sits right with the Lord and like aligns with God, but also just again praying and asking for a loving heart posture towards that person rather than an angry one. Because if you face conflict with anger, um, you're going to say something that you're going to regret. Like it is so inevitable you're going to say something mean you're going to want to hurt that person and that is not how we are supposed to engage in conflict we're supposed to engage in conflict with love and patience um just like jesus did so you know asking yourself in that moment what would jesus do is i I feel like that's your best bet So that's going to be the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys can get something out of this. I mean, I do want to reiterate once again that like I am not perfect. I do not handle con- there have been times in my life where I have handled conflict in the worst way possible. And there have been times in my life where I have handled it 
better. Um, but I'm still human and I'm not going to sit here and act like I know all the answers and that I follow, um, everything that the Lord tells me to do because the reality is that I don't and I am of the flesh and I sin. And so I want to reiterate that because I don't want it to come across as me being a know-it-all and me being stuck up because I, I have been there and I have been humbled real quick. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to see you guys in the next one. And I hope you guys have a good morning, afternoon, or evening. Bye, guys.